0: so we're recording this a day late because we were lazy bums and didn't do anything yesterday actually we got a lot of stuff done yesterday we just didn't get the podcast done so apologies we're a day late we're recording on a sunday
1: well we had other things to do
0: We did, and we filled up the whole day.
1: Yeah, we did that, that's for sure.
0: But you have found the Shays Lounge. You have found Cricket.
1: this is Vaughn.
0: And we're here for another week. We had a supersized episode last week, and I think it was pretty awesome. Yeah. This week, we're probably not going to do a supersized episode, because we're we're just, we're trying to relax today. We got a lot done yesterday. We got even more done today. And we, like, Vaughn needs a nap (laughs) before before he goes to work tonight. And then I have to go into work tonight to wash cars, and it's just, and I want to take a nap before that happens as well.
1: But it's been a productive weekend.
0: Extremely productive. We got that, like, that front hallway, I mean, that front entranceway thing cleaned off, and it looks so much better now. We don't look like rednecks when people walk into our house. So that's good. You got my
1: workshop straightened back up.
0: Oh, I mean, it looks so good. Oh, my goodness. The workshop is Amazing.
1: I like it, it. Looks good there.
0: Yeah, I'm very proud of that. You spent what, like three hours? Yeah, it was cleaning. about
1: three hours Friday doing that.
0: And, and when I say cleaned out, I mean like there's a place for everything, and everything is in its place right now. The tools are all hung up. the The toolboxes are organized and and cataloged and and the the they swept everything and everything is hung up like it's supposed to be hung up. It's just it's you walk in there, it's just like oh.
1: It's like you can it's hear cute. the angels singing <laughs> as you walk next, in.
0: Now the next thing we do is we need to get that other storage building organized, cleaned out and organized, the one where we have all our crap. Um, yeah. We need to figure out what crap is in there, what crap we can keep, and what crap we can throw away, and then just like pare it down to the...
1: To the well, so, well, the bad thing is we've got so much crap, and we got rid of a lot of the crap that we don't need when we moved here.
0: I know, and we've just and that's just the stuff that crap. we brought. I, I, no, that's le- that's more than what we brought. Because the- we, we only Not had... Not by much. We, well, we only had enough to fill up about a quarter of that thing when we moved here. And it has grown to fill up the entire shed. So, I know.
1: It hasn't grown. It's just that it's all spread out in there now.
0: Well, we need to organize it. We need to figure out what's in what boxes. We need to label them better. Because there's... You know, like there's a, there's a box of stuffed well, animals out there. Well,
1: we need to go get actual storage containers so we
0: can see into them
1: and not these cardboard boxes that are just getting destroyed out there yeah
0: absolutely i completely agree with that uh but you know like for example there's a there's a um a, a box of uh, stuffed animals out there well we need to go through the stuffed animals and figure out what stuffed animals we're going to keep and which ones we're going to throw away because the kids are really too old for stuffed animals but there are some stuffed animals in there with sentimental value that we have
1: to keep yeah there's sentimental value ones.
0: Yeah, so, um, but but those those can go in their own little special storage container, and we can take care of them, and da-da-da-da, and, you know, but but that's got to be done here in the next few weeks, hopefully. Um, maybe we can keep this momentum from this weekend going into the next weekend. I think, honestly, yeah, I had
1: some good momentum going. I was going to build my, me, uh, wooden deer blind, and then realize that the wood I had is not worth a crap, and it all started splitting, so...
0: Yeah. Well, I'm actually thinking... That I'm gonna get Vaughn a metal blind. Well, it's not a blind. It's a it's a deer stand, uh, or like a like a tripod stand, but it's a quad. You know, it's got four legs on it. Uh, it's awesome. It's at Academy, and it has got two seats, and the seats face different directions, and you can rotate the seats, and it's just it's big, and it's only about 300 bucks, and so I you know I'm really thinking about getting that for Vaughn for not this season because it's a little late for this season, but next season.
1: Yeah, by next season they'll be selling it. No, it's season starting. That's yeah. why it's cheaper. Before season starts next year, I think it'll be five six hundred bucks. I bet.
0: I bet I can find it online somewhere, or we can get it over the summer. One of the two, because they I mean, they they always got that stuff in in stock. Yeah. Because people are buying stuff all year. But speaking of Academy, we saw something interesting when we walked through the front door this morning. Um, I was not aware that Academy. Um, allowed their people to make political statements one way or the other. Um, I thought Academy was kind of calling it right down the middle, like most, like most corporations, you know, because most
1: smart corporations,
0: most smart corporations, because um, you know, you don't want to alienate half the people that shop there. Because you don't want to lose out on dollars. And there are some people like Nike who definitely came down on one side or the other. And there's some people like Chick-fil-A who came down on one side or the other. And um, that that's fine. I just was not aware that Academy was one of those specific companies. And uh, when we walked in, uh, the door greeter, the one that was supposed to enforce mask wearing, who doesn't do a good job of enforcing mask wearing because probably 80% of the people we saw in there didn't have a mask... Um he was wearing his own mask and it said Trump 2020 across it. That's that's fine. You know, you can have your own political opinion. I just didn't know that Academy was one of those people that you know, allowed political statements of that nature in their staffing. So that was interesting.
1: Yep, I don't think whether which side you go on You shouldn't walk into a business and have that business start throwing stuff in your face like that.
0: One way or the other. If he'd been wearing a a Biden-Harris 2020, I would have had the same... Well, it probably wouldn't have been as visceral because, you know, if you have been listening to this podcast, you know which way I voted. But I don't think it would have been as visceral um, but a reaction from me. But I still would have had that thought. I didn't realize Academy allowed that, you know. I, I, I don't think Walmart allows that. I don't think... You know, what maybe Hobby Lobby does, because Hobby Lobby has definitely come down on one side versus the other.
1: Right.
0: Um, There are some corporations who feel like making a political statement is more important than your tax dollars, and that's fine. Or not your tax dollars, but your your dollars, your income. Um, You know, and that's fine. I, I just, you know, maybe Academy is one of those. Maybe our listeners can let us know if that's something that they've heard. So, speaking of our listeners, shout out to our listeners. And, and Toenails got to come home.
1: Toenails is finally home. Yay, Toenails!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Because she was, she was not doing good there for a while. She was in the hospital for what, like two weeks?
1: Um, I'm not sure. But it, it was a, a while. And so, I I'm, haven't had a chance to talk with her yet. But, what I understand, she was quite happy to get home.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. I had a... <coughs> Um, I had a situation in 2010 because our youngest was eight months old. Um, So it was July of 2010 because I remember watching the fireworks over Waco from my hotel room. And I had the same issue that toenails had, just in a different spot on my body. And I was in there. Oh, no,
1: that's not what happened.
0: Oh, that's not what happened?
1: They think it all rolled. I we went down to a freaking spider bite
0: oh really oh wow okay so I didn't have the same thing uh, but but I was in the hospital for seven full days and it sucked it was not a fun it was not a fun experience um, you know it was just I did not enjoy myself I'm sure toenails did not enjoy herself and I am very glad to see that she is home so welcome home toenails yeah <laughs> what are you looking at over there
1: Just different stupid crap people doing.
0: It's getting closer and closer to the election, and things kind of seem to be reaching this weird (coughs) fever pitch, because we've got, what, two days until the election? Because this is Sunday, so you've got Monday and then Tuesday, Um, and, you know, unless there's a landslide one way or the other, I don't think we're going to know who's president for months, because this is going to go down to court challenges that are going to go all the way to the Supreme Court, and if that happens, of course, we know who's going to be president. But it's going to be interesting to see what happens because um, you know Trump has been going out there saying, um, you know, if the votes are, if the votes get there past November third, we shouldn't count them because they should have gotten there before. You know, so he's talking about you know, even though the mail has had issues, even though the um, Postmaster General has been uh, slowing the mail down intentionally. Is it okay? Let me back up. It appears that the Postmaster General has been slowing the mail down on purpose. I don't know if that was his intention, but he cut overtime, he removed, uh, he removed um, sorting machines from various locations, and the net result was to slow the mail down. Now, the mail is already a nightmare. It's already a nightmare getting it out there. It's already slow, and people don't depend on it, okay? But just making it that much worse right before an election where so many people are voting by mail, just seemed a little suspicious. That's all I'm saying. And so, you know, Trump has been going out there saying we should only count the votes that are there by the third. If they get there past the third, we shouldn't count them because we need to know who's president on election day. On, by, ele- by midnight on election night, we should know who's, who the president is.
1: Where you won't know for a while. It's
0: going to be funny to me if Biden is elected
1: well, by yeah. the
0: counts on the third, and then Trump comes out and completely reverses his position. He's like, no, we got to count the rest of them. No, we got to wait for the absentee ballots to get here. No, we got to, you know what I mean? Because I, I really think that that's what's going to happen. If if it ends up that Biden wins on election day versus. But if he
1: doesn't, then it's going to be, we don't need to count those.
0: Yeah. Well, what, there, there's a situation going on right now in Harris County, in, um, which is Houston, yep. in Texas, where, um, so they have these things called um, curbside voting, where you can, you don't have to walk into the building, uh, they do everything on the curb. And that's to uh, prevent COVID from spreading, it's to uh, maintain social distancing, keep people out in the open, that sort of thing, just to, just to reduce the spread of the virus. So they have allowed curbside voting in Texas. They were doing what they call drive-by voting in Harris County, which means instead of having to go up to the curb, you could actually stay in your car and the poll worker would come to you. Which I don't see that as being any different because it's...
1: Kind of sounds like Chick-fil-A drive through to me. Chick-fil-A
0: drive through for voting. You know, that's that, that's awesome. Everybody should want the kind of, you know, Chick-fil-A service. Um, but for your voting. And uh, But anyway, um, there's a court challenge... Um, about those votes that were cast using the drive-by system, um, and if those votes get thrown out, that's 100,000 votes that are going to be thrown out. That is subverting democracy because <laughs> those people cast a ballot. You know what I mean? And what bugs me is that the the judge that they drew in this case is a staunch Republican. And to me, people like police officers and judges and justices of the peace and people who are in higher office, you should never know what their political leanings are. Never. Never. Because they're in public office, their politics should be to the side. You should never know. And the fact that they know he's a Republican, they know he's a staunch Republican, and they know he's a Trump supporter, bugs me. Because if he throws these votes out, it's going to appear as though he is attempting to help Trump win because Harris County is very democratic and m- probably most of those hundred thousand votes were going to go toward Biden-Harris and that's that's not democracy you know GOP why would you want your name attached to the guys who threw out the votes that doesn't
1: because they don't care as long as they is they keep their power and they keep their position they they don't Care what means they had to go through to get there,
0: and 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 there's
1: not a damn one of them up there that cares.
0: And and you know, and I'm I'm getting really worked up about the GOP side of it because it's so out in the open as far as like subverting democracy and trying to throw away votes and stop people from voting, you know, in a democratic election. Because that's what's been happening since 2016. I'm not going to put it past the Democrats to pull the same stunts. I really am not.
1: Oh, I'm sure they will. I and just they have. think
0: up until 2016, everybody was a lot quieter about it. And since 2016, it seems like the Republicans are saying the quiet parts out loud. The parts that they're not supposed to say, the parts that they're supposed to dog whistle about, the parts that they're supposed to. No, 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 we only say that to certain people. They're just saying it out in the open, which. Maybe that's a good thing, and maybe that's a you know at least you, at least you know. Yeah. So maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Anyway, um, what oh one good thing about Texas that I've got written down here that I want to talk about. This is awesome.
1: Oh, the number of votes. The number it's of crazy. votes.
0: Okay, so Texas had um, I can't remember the number of votes we had total in 2016 for the election, and this was total number of counted votes as of today. We are at over 100% votes cast than we had in the 2016 election, which means more people have early voted in this election than voted in the entire election in 2016. And it's not just Texas that's that way. There there are other states that are that way, too. And you know what? (laughs) Spank my honey, whatever. But... That's amazing. I don't even care who wins. The fact that everybody's out there voting is just so beautiful to me. And everybody needs to vote and everybody should vote. And go vote. (laughs) Just just go vote. You know, this is, this is, it's not just that it's your civic duty. It's, you should care about this sort of thing. You should get out there. Vote in the presidential election every four years. Vote in your, in your, um, office year elections every two years vote in your local elections vote let your voice be heard you know because it kind of removes your right to complain about stuff if you're not going to get involved in the process
1: yeah if you don't vote then you have no right to complain about who wins and who loses
0: yeah and you have no right to complain about what they did or didn't do you know i i saw i I remember um what I can't even remember which election it was. Um, it may have been 2004 when Bush won. But I, I heard a lot of, don't blame me, I voted for the other guy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. At least you voted. Uh, you know? At least you voted. Because the, I saw some... all
1: that stupid crap. Hashtag not my president. No bullshit. That is your president. He's yeah. president of the country.
0: Now, the only... Uh, I'm going to take a little bit of exception to that. Um... And the only reason I, because normally I wouldn't, normally I'd 100% agree with you. Whoever is the president is the pres is your president, whether you voted for him or not. The only reason I'm taking a little bit of an exception to that with Trump is because <laughs> that dog just spit up. <laughs> is because he has made it very very clear, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here. He's made it very very clear that he is he considers himself to only be the president of those people who voted for him. Because he has threatened to withdraw money from blue states. He has told blue state governors, I'm not helping you.
1: Well, he told that to the governor of Pennsylvania because he told him, hey, you need to stop coming here with your super spreader events.
0: Yeah. Because
1: every time you leave here, we have a spike in COVID cases. And he told him he doesn't really want him back in the state again doing any more of his campaign stuff. Yeah. And he got pissed and said, well, I hope your, your state doesn't end up needing federal help because if it does, <laughs> I'm going to do everything I can to stop it.
0: Yeah, and Trump uh, either threatened to withhold or actually withheld uh, federal um, FEMA funds for uh, the wildfires in California because um, Governor Newsom is a blue state governor and you know California went blue. In 2016, he didn't vote for him. So Trump refused to help him out with the fires. And it, it, you, it, he's made it very, very clear that if you didn't support him, he doesn't give a crap about you. Right. So why should I support that? And why should I consider that to be my president? If he's made it very clear, he wants nothing to do with me. You know, and one thing... and. and You know, one thing I'll give for Joe Biden is at least... Now, lip service is lip service, and I understand this. Right. But at least during the debates, he said, red states, blue states, when I'm elected elected president, I'll be president of all the states, and I'll make sure that all the states get what they need, and I'll make sure to take care of all of those people. He said, you may not like me, but I'm still going to take care of you. Yeah. Now, I understand it's lip service. I, I get that. But it's not. Fuck you! You didn't vote for me.
1: Yeah. At least no. they're not coming out. To, at least he's not being as blatant about the other one. as, oh, if you don't vote for me, I don't have nothing to do with you.
0: Yeah, and and I, it just just you you can't be in higher and, office and, and some of these and people have that, that follow
1: him think that that's okay.
0: Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Uh, oh, okay. So that that's another thing that bugs me about some people who call themselves Christians, and I'm saying some people very specifically because it's definitely not all of them. I know some really good Christians. Um, but there are some people who think if you don't live your wife a certain way, you deserve everything you get and I'm not going to help you out of it. If you don't go to church every Sunday, if you don't do whatever, you know, just name something. If you don't yeah. behave right, if you sin in any way, then God is punishing you by not letting you have a good job by making your kids go hungry, by causing you to lose your car, by not letting you have health insurance. These are all punishments brought to you by God. And you need to go through those punishments so that you can learn your lesson and on the other side you'll be fine.
1: And see, and you go through this, and that is something that we have specifically experienced because when we were having a rough patch,
0: a we real were rough told, patch.
1: That it was because we weren't as close to God as we needed to be.
0: Yes, we were. We were in those words. In those words, we were told, "You're not living your life right. God is punishing you. Therefore, we can't help you." And I'm sorry. You're going to have to forgive me the PG-13 rating today. That is fucked up. And any Christian who behaves that way loses the right to call themselves a Christian. Because that's not what Jesus did. Yep. Before, he, before he healed the blind man, the blind beggar at the well, before he healed that guy, he didn't ask him how he lived. He didn't ask him, have you sinned today? He didn't say, what have you done to piss God off? He just said, yeah, you're healed. He took care of him. When he, when he uh, dealt with the woman um, who committed adultery, do you remember that one? When all the men wanted to stone her. He didn't. Ask, he 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 said, "Yeah, she's she's absolutely broken the law. So, we still need to take care of her. You don't need to kill her over that." And then he started writing in the sand. We still don't know what got what what Jesus wrote in the sand to those people. Uh, there's some speculation that he was writing out the sins of these people who wanted to stone her, because his next words were, "Let he is with, let him who is without sin cast the first stone." Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> Because we got out of that rough patch, and we did it without help. Yep. We did it without help, and it it, it makes you bitter when you have to do things like that. And it.
1: Well, the I, worst it, part of it for me was just seeing how much the kids had to do without. Yeah. And and, and how hard it was to not let them see how dire things really got.
0: Mm. Because we worked really hard to make sure that they knew, that, that they, they didn't, didn't know how bad it got. Because it got really bad.
1: And even after that, and we back on the right track now, still our youngest son is like, well, I didn't really want to ask for that because I know it cost money and I didn't know how much money we had. And He, he was really afraid to ask for anything for a long time. Yeah. And I, and I kind of get that because, you know, that's how I've been my whole life.
0: Well, I mean, we can go into something that I wanted to talk about I don't anyway.
1: I like um, spending money on anything.
0: But explain why.
1: Because I could go through and, you know, I, I could go to a store and spend $1,000 without blinking an eye if it's not for anything for me. Yeah. For my kids, my wife, anybody like that. But it's been so bad in the past that I've gotten gift cards for Christmas and I had to send you to go buy me something because I'm like, if you send me, I'm buying something for somebody else.
0: Well, I mean, let's dig into that just a little bit. Vaughn and I were raised very, very, very differently. And this is where I want to talk a little bit about privilege. Um, A lot of people misunderstand what privilege is. Privilege does not mean you were rich. Privilege does not mean you had to work hard or you didn't have to work hard. Privilege does not mean life was easy for you. Privilege means that certain things in your life didn't hold you back. Okay? I was raised in a very privileged household. I grew up in the suburbs. I'm white. My dad had enough money so that my mom could stay home and raise us as a stay-at-home mother. I lived in a thirty-five 3,500-square-foot house in the suburbs in a nice part of town. And we had two cars. No, we had three cars because my brother had a car. So we had three vehicles that were all in great working order. All of those things are Privilege. Every single one of those things is privileged. Now, I I got told no a lot because my mother was not one of those people to just give her kids whatever they asked for. That's just, you know, that's not how we were raised. Right. So, but, but, but I also didn't get told no a lot either because I had food, I had clothes, I had anything that I could have wanted. Now, there were things that I wanted that I wasn't allowed to get, but it wasn't stuff I needed, you know? And every kid's like that. Sometimes they get told no. All of that has me coming from a place of privilege. Where I grew up did not hold me back from getting a job because you can track education, you can track job opportunities. you can track the opportunities people have in their lives directly to their zip code. You know in that song by Lord where she talks about postcode envy so people are people are held back by their by their zip codes. And you can mm-hmm. you can track that, it, I mean, I'll, I'll, I can look up a study for you. I'll have to look it up, and and we can we can post it on the Instagram or whatever. But, um, so I grew up very privileged. Vaughn, you did not grow up very privileged.
1: No, I did not.
0: Would you like to put that in your own words?
1: Because no, I don't right, want
0: man. to speak for you.
1: Like what? Did I grew up in the hood?
0: get close to the mic and you know let pe- yeah. let people know how you grew up. I mean, I mean,
1: it was me, my sister, my mother. My mother worked at a a cook at a drive-in restaurant for thirty years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we. I didn't grow up really ever wanting or anything, but but I knew that my mom was doing the best she could. Mm-hmm. That she didn't have a whole lot of money. And so, I never really asked for things. But what's crazy, though, is that even with all that being said, birthdays and Christmases were huge. Yeah. I mean, our tree was just full of presents underneath it every year for Christmas.
0: Well, your mom shops all year for Christmas. Anytime she sees something that's a few dollars that she can afford right then, she gets it and puts it up. Yeah. We didn't do that in my household, and that has led to some interesting conversations about birthdays and Christmas between Vaughn and I, because we don't look at birthdays and Christmas the same way, because we weren't raised the same way. Vaughn was raised where these were huge deals, because this is all you got all year. You know? Me, we got a gift or two on our birthdays. I remember having a birthday party, but we didn't really have birthday parties past when I was about six or seven. We just didn't have them. Um Christmas we had one or two gifts under the tree and it was more about getting together and eating and that's what we did Vaughn was different you know go ahead I, I'm, you're, you're telling well, you me to
1: put it in my words and you start talking over me so I just shut <laughs> up again.
0: go ahead put it in your words
1: well I mean birthdays were a big thing and then once you get older birthdays aren't really anything at all and despite everything, I just want those kids to have those memories. I mean, you're only a kid for so long. And it's like, if you're not celebrating their birthday, to me it's like you're forcing them to grow up faster. Yeah. Forget their childhood. And yeah. I, don't, I don't agree with that.
0: And we've had, you know, like like we said, we've had some rough years. We didn't get to celebrate birthdays and Christmases for several years because we couldn't afford to celebrate birthdays and Christmases. And we're finally getting to a point now where we can, and then COVID hits.
1: <laughs> I mean, are, it's still hitting, because our country don't know how to freaking take care of themselves.
0: Wear a mask, people.
1: Laughing stock of the world, because the whole every, every country in the world is laughing at us, because we don't know what the hell we're doing.
0: <laughs> oh, no, we know what the hell we're doing. We're just ignoring the experts. Did you hear that he got on Fauci's butt today, again, mm-hmm. about mishandling the pandemic? And I'm like... You're the one that keeps doing the exact opposite of the things he tells you to do.
1: <laughs> I mean, what was it early, was it earlier this week that they already claimed a victory against the COVID-19?
0: Yeah, they said they uh, one of the things that they put on the, the White House website about uh, accomplishments from the White House in the last four years um, was a victory over COVID. And the thing is, the day after they put that on the website, we had the most COVID deaths that we've ever had in one day. And they put that on the website and, like, with a straight face said, yes, we've rounded the corner. But... are we running the corner and there's a ditch on the other side? I mean, like, what is around this corner? More corners? <laughs>
1: no, we see that light at the end of the tunnel. But that light at the end of the tunnel is a fucking freight train coming right <laughs> at us.
0: And uh, here, here's what I... I'm, I'm going to predict something. I'm, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to make two predictions. Trump wins the election. He goes on for four more years. COVID continues to ravage the country until we finally get a workable vaccine, which half the country won't take because they won't trust Trump. Okay? We're going to continue to have to use social distancing and masking until probably 2024, 2025, until we can get this crap under control. Until enough people have it that we get herd immunity, naturally, which will kill 2 million people in the United States, minimum. So that's my first prediction. The second prediction is Biden wins. He immediately
1: well, that's, a, that's a tough prediction. Oh, either Trump wins or Biden wins. Well, hang,
0: hang on, hang on. So let me let me let me go in shush, shush, shush. Anyway. I have two ways. <laughs> so Biden wins. He immediately institutes all of the procedures that Fauci has recommended. Mandates a mask nationwide. Uh, starts getting things. Uh, starts uh, doing all of the all of the social distancing procedures. Shuts the schools back down. Shuts the country back down. Does everything that we're supposed to do. Starts uh, you know gets Congress to uh, pay people to stay home for three months. Says screw it, we're st- we're paying you to stay home. The only thing we're leaving open is Walmart so that you can get groceries so that you can live. Everything else, everybody else is getting three thousand dollars a month and your butts are home. Okay. Half the country flips out, freaks out, says absolutely not, refuses to do it. Certain places stay open because they just are going to refuse to do it. People are not going to mask because they don't trust President Biden. Because they were the ones that voted for Trump. Um, so half the country is going to revolt. We're going to have riots in the streets due to that of a bunch of unmasked people. So the virus will still spread. But since most of the country is staying home, it's going to spread slower. We're going to get a vaccine, which half the country won't take because they don't trust President Biden. Yada, 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 so forth. We're still going to be fighting the virus into 2024, 2025. Those are my two predictions.
1: Sounds very apocalyptic.
0: Oh, the whole thing is apocalyptic. (laughs) Apocalyptic. And, and you know, that that cracks me up that you would say apocalyptic because I keep calling this the apocalypse. You know why people, and you and I have had this conversation privately, but we're going to do it on, on the podcast so people can hear it. Do you know why people want a zombie apocalypse? Oh, absolutely. Tell me why.
1: Because there's zombies running around, and gives them a reason to actually shoot people.
0: Exactly. With no consequences. That's why people want a zombie apocalypse so bad. They want to be able to just blow people away and not think anything of it.
1: Like they said, this isn't the apocalypse we were promised.
0: This is not the apocalypse we were promised. Because the apocalypse we were promised meant that if you had been hoarding food and resources for the last however many years using your tactical bags and your tactical sunglasses and your tactical weapons and all this other stuff and you're hoarding everything to keep you and your family safe from the impending people who will come and take stuff from you you will be safe that's the apocalypse that we were promised the apocalypse we got is the one where in order to get through the apocalypse you have to be nice to your neighbor you have to take care of them you have to wear a mask not for your safety but for their safety you have to socially distance to make sure that you're not spreading things around. And you actually act have to think of somebody other than yourself. It's a soft apocalypse. It's a nice apocalypse. It's the kind of apocalypse that kills people if you are a selfish bastard. Not what people have promised. That's why people are mad. We didn't get zombies. And people want zombies. Where are my zombies?
1: There's... <laughs> 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 Is- I don't know. It's just... It's, it's not hard to put a fucking mask over your face. No, it's you
0: inconvenient. It, it sucks. Nobody likes wearing a mask, but just just freaking wear one.
1: But everyone that wears one is it, not wearing it because it's a political statement.
0: That's exactly why. And it, that's another thing that Trump could have solved like that. Had he just worn a mask, his followers would be wearing masks. Because it wouldn't be a political statement anymore.
1: Or if he just come out and say, hey, you need to wear it. If you're out in public, you need to wear it.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't be... But he literally said the words, if you wear a mask, you're... um, What did he say? It's a reflection on me if you don't wear... uh, If you you do wear a mask. That means that you don't support me if you do wear a mask. Don't say things like that. Come on. He's just so determined. Let
1: them not wear a mask. Like I said, you know, (laughs) the dumb ones always seem to weed themselves out.
0: The only problem is they're not the ones dying of the crap. They're killing other people because they're spreading this crap around. There was a, a wedding. But they're spreading
1: it around to other people not wearing masks.
0: I know. Well, some of them is, is going to people who are wearing masks. Did you get that nap? Did you get it? Oh, wasn't a
1: nap, It was a mosquito. Did you get it? I don't know. Open your hand. I did that at work the other day. <laughs> there was a fly. And I told this guy at work. I said, I'm going to catch that damn fly. He goes, there ain't no way. And I reached up at it real fast and snatched that. And he goes, you didn't get that fly. So you want to make money? You want to bet money on it? And he goes, maybe. <laughs> and when I opened up my hand, the fly flew off. He's like, what the hell? I said, all right, I bet you 20 bucks you can't do it again. And I caught it again. And he's like, no, nah, we didn't shake on it.
0: <laughs> Open your hand. See if you got it.
1: Ah, you missed it. Oh, I did.
0: It. Oh, you did get it?
1: Yep, it flew off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was snatching mosquitoes.
0: That's okay. Oh, oh my gosh. All right, you know what? I'm tired of talking about Trump. We always keep like flipping back to this stuff, and it.
1: I know it's just well, that's the main thing that's going around right now. And the election's so close.
0: Everything's so politicized, and it doesn't have to be. I
1: mean, you have stores that are taking guns and ammo off the of shelves in preparation for the election.
0: Uh, Academy and Walmart are, are not selling ammo because they're afraid people are going to get shot over this. No matter who wins, somebody's going to get shot over it. That's yep. awful. Um, Oh, that little little bastard up in uh, Wisconsin that murdered those two people at the riot? He got extradited to Wisconsin from Illinois, so he's going to have to stand trial in the place where he murdered those two people. That 17-year-old kid that crossed state lines to go... Yeah.
1: Well, good. He needs to go to jail for it.
0: Well, he needs to stay in jail for it, because that was ridiculous. That was absolutely ridiculous. I don't care if somebody was attacking him... They were attacking him unarmed. They didn't have a gun with them. And if he was the little badass he thinks he is, he could have hit him in the head and run away.
1: He just threw the gun down and threw some hands. There you go. But he didn't want to throw hands. He
0: will be a man who throw some hands. His hands are ready to eat for everyone. Yep. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, Sean Connery died. Yep. I'm completely conflicted about it. Because... I grew up loving Sean Connery, absolutely loving Sean Connery. Sean Connery was James Bond. He was, like, this sexy Scott, and, you know, you just love the accent. It's just, you know, even when he was old, he was, like, totally, you just, like, had these daddy vibes, you know what I mean? Just, like, awesome, and love Sean Connery. And then a few years ago, I found out something about Sean Connery that made me not like him quite so much.
1: Something I never knew.
0: Yeah. So, I'm going to get the quote, hang on, Connery about women, hang on. Okay, so, um, in an interview with Barbara Walters, um, let me find it, it was, (laughs) okay, so, in 1987, Sean Connery told Walters, Barbara Walters, that he had not changed his opinion that he had had in 1965, which was, and I'm quoting here, I don't think there is anything particularly wrong about hitting a woman, although I don't recommend doing it in the same way you'd hit a man. An open-handed slap is justified if all other alternatives fail. More than 20 years later, in 1987, Sean Connery told Barbara Walters that he, quote, hadn't changed his opinion on the matter, and, quote, I don't think it's good to slap a woman, he said at the time. I don't think it's that bad. I think it it depends entirely on the circumstances and if it merits it. So Sean Connery was not... Isn't that kind
1: of like with the rule of thumb?
0: That was kind of the rule of thumb, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, the rule of thumb is... If you wanted to beat your wife, you could do it with a stick that was no wider than your own thumb. Yeah. And then it was okay. <laughs> Which seems terrible because those little, those little whippy sticks, you know, they hurt a lot. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, so Sean Connery didn't think it was that big of a deal to smack a woman around. And so, yeah, I I can... But has pres-
1: his views changed since then? Though? He
0: has not spoken about... That I'm aware of has not spoken about them since 1987. But if they were the same in 1965 as they were in 1987, maybe they've changed. I mean, I've changed in the last 20 years. Maybe they've changed. He just never has come out and said that they changed, which right. makes me think they haven't changed.
1: But it's a possibility.
0: It's a possibility. I can respect his iconic status in Hollywood while at the same time condemning him as a terrible person for thinking it's okay to smack a woman around because it's not okay and let me just come down on the side of hey let's not smack men around either let's not smack people around how about that it it cracks me up when people are like oh would you hit a woman or or would you you know uh, uh, okay what is it um women ask for equality Okay, so women say, I want to be equal to a man. And the first thing that they're told, you know what that is? Oh, so that means I can hit you now? No!
1: Why does it go straight to punching somebody? Why
0: does it go straight to punching somebody? How about let's stop punching people? No, don't hit me. I won't hit you either, and then we can both be happy. Stop being so violent. God.
1: I I mean, there, there wouldn't be many situations... To why I would feel it'd be okay for you to ball up your fist and punch a woman in the face.
0: Now, if you're fighting, like, if you're, like, like fighting, and you're basically on equal ground, then yeah. But if you're, if she says something that you don't like, and you just open palm smack her across the face, what's wrong with you? But, like, you see, like, okay, like, you see, like, ninjas in movies fighting. A man and a woman, fine with that. Totally cool with it. Smack each other around, whatever. You're you're fighting. You know, you're you're like having yeah. a duel. But if you're just bitch slapping,
1: <laughs> okay, that's why they call it bitch slapping. That's guess. why they
0: call it bitch slapping. Maybe maybe don't bitch slap people. <laughs> maybe
1: be, be 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 slapping bitches. <laughs>
0: then bitches be be tripping.
1: (laughs) You know why you don't slap a bitch, though? Why? Because sooner or later, your ass has got to sleep. (laughs) That's
0: right. (laughs) See, what you don't understand, or maybe what you do understand, especially if you're married or you have a significant other who's female, um, women might take it for a minute.
1: Vindictive.
0: Women might take it, and they might let you think that it's okay, and that you've gotten away with whatever it is that you've gotten away with. But six months later, they're gonna sneak up behind you and hit you in the ear with a board.
1: Or like that movie when the guy opens the door and she nut punches him. <laughs> and he's like, "Why?" And she goes, "You know why."
0: <laughs> <laughs> what movie was that? Was that Hitch? I think, I I don't remember, I think that what was. Maybe
1: that was. I just know that she. He opened the door and she nut punched. She's on
0: him. her. She's on her knees. And when he opens the door, she just goes, straight
1: jabs him right in the sack.
0: <laughs> He's like, "Why? You, you know, know why? why. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, okay, so we talked about Sean Connery. We talked about the uh, the Trump train that was harassing the bus. Do you want to go into that, or is that just have we just talked enough about? Because I'm, like, so tired. Like, I'm physically it's just, tired. There's
1: just more stupid people acting stupid.
0: The They tried to... Uh, this this Trump train, um, people with flags and, and whatnot, um, outside of uh, San Antonio, tried to harass a Biden-Harris bus off the road. And they followed them for, like, 45 minutes. And they missed a campaign stop because of it. And it... There are reports, I didn't see this for myself, but there are reports that they were brandishing weapons. I don't know if those reports are true or not. Um, I can tell you that weapons or not, following somebody on the freeway and not letting them, like, being being intimidating on the freeway is scary. Because I've had people do that to me. You are fearful. It's
1: harassment.
0: It's harassment. And what really bugs me is that when they called the cops on these guys, the cops were like, nope, not our jurisdiction. We're not helping you with this. Again, public service, you should never know their politics. They're not supposed to take a side. Harassment on the freeway is illegal. The cops should have stepped in. But thankfully, I did hear um, when we got here, uh, when we got back from our errand today, I heard on the radio, it cut off before I got to hear the entire story, but the FBI is actually involved. They've got license plate numbers of these of these guys that were doing this, and so the FBI is involved. Really? So they might get into a lot of. Hopefully, they'll get into a lot of trouble over doing that crap. Good. Um, they they
1: need to go to jail. Give be fined for it.
0: Yeah, because, because that's not okay. You know, I've 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 been in tiny car. A tiny car is the Ford Focus that we own. Um, it's a very small car, but I've had big trucks like up on my bumper, and you know, like trying to harass me off the road, just just and jackasses. It's scary. It's very scary. Um, don't you know? Don't do that. Don't don't do it. Whether you agree or disagree with the with the political people, don't do that. Don't act like babies. Just go vote. <laughs> Let your voice be heard that way. Right. <laughs> um Oh, we got a kid coming in. Hi.
1: What's up, child?
0: Hi, kid. My friend made an Etsy shop. Your friend made an Etsy shop? And yeah, she has these baby earrings. Baby earrings. Baby earrings. Like earrings for a baby or like no, tiny earrings? Tiny, babies tiny on earrings. Tiny earrings. Oh, tiny babies on the earrings. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> Look at it. I don't like that. They're naked babies. I love that. They're so cute. Are they anatomically correct naked babies? No. Oh, well, that's disappointing. If you're going to do it, do it right. <laughs> If she, if she made a coupon on it, and it's only $1.20, one dollar and twenty cents. One dollar. You cannot have naked baby earrings. Why not? <laughs> if you would like to go to school and give her a dollar and twenty cents for her naked baby earrings, you can get some naked baby earrings. I Are you gonna wear gonna, them? Probably. You think so? You think they will let you wear them at school? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I wear them anyway. She made a coupon. It's seventy percent off. Oh, that's good. Now go away. We're doing a podcast. No. (laughs) Okay. Something I want to talk about. (laughs) Have you ever seen on Facebook those things that say if you want to know your stripper name, you take the street that you were first raised on and your pet's name, and then like your dad's middle
1: name, and
0: you put all that stuff together, and that's your stripper name, or that's your star name, or that's your you know what your dragon name or whatever. Please stop doing this. Please, please, for the love of God, stop putting your personal information on Facebook. Because when they're asking you what your pet's name is, what the street you grew up on, all that, they're getting information to get into your email. It's data to money. Get into your, it's data money. They're getting into your bank account. They can, <laughs> Did you guys not watch um, Now You See Me? When they stole the guy's bank account because they tripped him into giving away his first pet's name and his mother's maiden name? Stop it! <laughs> Stop giving away information. Somebody
1: came up with a really clever way to get people to give out their information.
0: Right? Now, the ones that are like, you take the first two letters of your dad's name and the last two letters of your mom's name and the middle letters of your own middle name and you put them together and that's your dragon name. That's fine. Go ahead and do that. That's not data mining. That's just being silly. But if they're asking you stuff like your dad's mom's maiden name... And her dog's neck. You know what I mean? Like they're they're asking you for information to get you know for the for the back door to get into your accounts. So yep. don't don't do that stuff. Don't do that stuff. Also, I woke up cold and shivering this morning. Would you like to know why I woke was up it cold? this morning? Why? Well, I'm sorry. It was yesterday morning. I woke up cold and shivering. Would you like to know why I woke up cold and shivering?
1: Probably because you stole all the blankets at night and I had to steal them back. that's
0: my blanket.
1: But you are a blanket hog.
0: That blanket is just wide enough for one person. It is not wide enough for two people. And you were trying to get up under it with me. So I woke up cold and shivering yesterday morning. Because Vaughn had taken my weighted blanket away from me. And was covered up with it. And he was nice and warm and snuggly.
1: Oh, boo-hoo. You have anything to talk about that you're not all butthurt over?
0: No. This is this is Cricket's butthurt day.
1: Apparently so.
0: <laughs> but um yeah, so I was tired of having my blanket stolen by a blanket thief.
1: <laughs>
0: so I went and I bought him his own weighted blanket, so now he has his own weighted blanket.
1: Hey, I didn't think much about them weighted blankets, but
0: Man, because you, you, you don't think they work. You don't think that they're worth anything. It's oh, it's just first time I got work.
1: under one of them suckers. Oh my lord!
0: It, it cradles was, you and it cuddles you I and was, it makes you feel so safe and secure. <laughs> Look, he's yawning now because he's think thinking about, about
1: it. it. And I was out like a light. Like the other morning, <laughs> when the kids actually one kid did miss the bus, so I had to take that one to school. The other one was luckily up already, but. I went and sat in on his bed, and I was talking to him, and I was like, he, we'd just given him his blanket for his birthday not too long ago, and I, I put that thing over me, and the next thing I know, Park, our kid was like, it's 7 o'clock, the bus is about to be here, and I'm like, all right, we all go, and you're like, well, you haven't even woken up him I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> I hadn't even went in there and woken up the other kid yet.
0: And the other kid takes a minimum of 15 minutes to get up and ready. Minimum. And that's just to get the cobwebs shook off. That's not including getting dressed or anything else. It's it, i mean dragging that kid out of bed is like waking the dead.
1: Kinda like you.
0: I'm not saying that kid does not get it honest.
1: Gets it from you.
0: Yes, cause I have an alarm set I, I have to get up every morning by six thirty. So I have an alarm set for five fifteen, I have another one set for six, and I have another one set for six thirty so that I can shake the cobwebs off over the course of an hour and a half and get up. Like I need to get up. See
1: how and it even then,
0: even then, I don't always get up on time. <laughs> Which is just,
1: that's
0: terrible. That's terrible.
1: That's just terrible. That's terrible.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm going to ask you something. I want to see if you agree with me.
1: I never it, agree with you because you're always wrong about stuff.
0: Well, just hear me out. Okay, so here's the statement I'm going to make, and I want you to I want you to agree with me or don't agree with me, and then explain your answer. Talent is evenly distributed. Opportunity is not. Do you believe or disbelieve that statement? Explain your
1: talent. Say it again.
0: Talent. <coughs> talent is evenly distributed. Opportunity is not
1: because not everyone has the same opportunity but then again not everyone has the same talent either. I'm
0: not saying the same talent is evenly distributed. Talent in general hmm. Some people are good at painting other people are good at piano playing other people are really good at crunching numbers that is a talent Talent is evenly distributed
1: Like everybody's good at something
0: Everybody's good at something. Opportunity is not evenly distributed. I bet there's some people living in a grass hut in India right now who are really, really, really good at working on cars.
1: No, no. Those dudes you're talking about are friggin' internet sensation. You ever watch their YouTube videos? I... Those dudes sit there and they, they dig crap out with a stick and next thing you know they got this little dirt mansion that they're living oh, in oh i know like, in, in indonesia
0: yeah those guys.
1: <laughs> you can just like you get ready to go to bed and you want to watch a little quick funny video next thing you know six hours later you're seeing this guy dig a, a
0: make a mansion out of a dirt pit <laughs> yeah
1: i mean it's just like what the heck but, but but
0: what i'm saying is you know like they're good there are people in america that are really good at working on cars all right I imagine that there are people in countries that have never seen cars that are really good at working on cars, but because they've never been given the opportunity to work on a car and to showcase that talent, they're always going to think they suck. Does that make sense? Yeah. So do, would you agree with that statement? That To an extent, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, what extent do you disagree
1: with it? Because well, I guess I'm
0: curious here. I, I don't remember.
1: like everybody's got a talent. <laughs>
0: I think everybody has a talent.
1: I think there's there's some people out there that just suck at everything.
0: <laughs> maybe they just haven't found their thing yet. If you if you judge a fish by how well they climb a tree, you're never gonna think that they're good at anything. Maybe they just haven't found their pond yet. And maybe they'll never find it. You know, because maybe it's something that doesn't exist anymore.
1: Mm.
0: Or maybe it's something that, maybe it's something that has, that doesn't exist yet. I
1: mean, I, I understand where you were going with that, as far as the opportunity goes, because a lot about how you were raised and where you were raised affects your opportunities in life.
0: It really does, and that and that's a function of privilege.
1: Right, but and it's kind of a controversial statement to say too, but you can make a lot of your own opportunities.
0: You can't.
1: And the problem is people that are in situations where they don't have a great opportunity. I think there's a lot of them, or at least some of them, that are using that as an excuse to not push themselves in life. 100%.
0: Hundred percent, I agree with you. Hundred percent.
1: Because it's like, oh well, this this is how I grew up, so I'm just stuck there. No,
0: I, you I can agree make
1: with at least you can make a, a change somewhat in your own opportunities.
0: I, I agree with you. Um, I think that a lot of us, however, get caught up in thinking, well, the only reason that you haven't succeeded is because you haven't made those own opportunities. When in reality. It's a combination of, number one, not having the opportunity in front of you and having to make it yourself. Number two, not knowing how to make that opportunity because nobody's ever taught you because you've never been around it, you know. And then number three, being so tired because you're having to reinvent the wheel that you just give up. And I just wonder how much Talent we're missing in the world because we're just assuming that people are not working hard enough to maintain, you know, to, to develop their own talent. See, you know, pe- people get pissy about um, the government funding things like um, the arts. Well, you know, some people are not good at working in manufacturing plants, some, some people are just not good at it. They're just not good at it. They were meant to paint pictures. To enhance the beauty of the world. That's what, that's the talent that God gave them. And that's the only thing they're good at. So why should we expect them to waste their life doing something they're not good at and being unhappy their entire lives when they could be doing something that enhances everybody's view of the world and be happy? So. I think that to a certain degree, we as a country and we as a, as, a, as, a, as a world need to help finance these people who are not necessarily...
1: Hey, if there were no artists, I wouldn't have tattoos.
0: That's right. If there's no artist, you wouldn't have tattoos. But okay, look, a lot of times people will tie your worth into how much money you can make for a company. Yeah. you're worth as a person um, I, I had somebody say I, I've had this fight on Twitter before um, where somebody said uh, you know if you just work hard and, and try you've got all kinds of opportunities and, and you'll you'll do well you know the meritocracy meaning you will do well if you work hard Well I'm sorry if working hard is all it took single mothers would be billionaires. Because they're the hardest workers on the planet.
1: Yeah, but when right? you're talking about businesses and stuff, it's not what you know, it to you know.
0: It, it is. But but going back to the single mothers, mothers, I used that example on Twitter saying that single mothers would be, the, the, would be billionaires if hard work was all it took. And they're like, oh, well, they can't monetize that. No, fuck you. It's not about monetization. Worth is subjective. What you're worth to a company is different than what you're worth to your children in the long run. Because if you're there taking care of them and raising good adults who can then go on and make money for a company, that's double the worth because you've raised good people who can do good things.
1: Right.
0: Shouldn't we help those people even though we're not getting an immediate return on our dollar? Because long term, we'll get a return. Yes,
1: but because you're not getting an immediate return off of it. Nobody's going to agree to it.
0: I know, and that's the problem because people can't see further than their own nose. And that that when when you when you try to treat the country like a business, that's what happens. You you forget these people that that can't necessarily turn a dime into a dollar. Um, but you're you're also missing out on so much, and, and you know, turning people into drones is not. <laughs> You know, just made for a really boring world. Do we want a really boring world? People love movies and video, videos and, and YouTube videos, and, and they love going to museums, and, and they love art projects. And, and People love that sort of thing. Media. People love media. But those people are not working in a factory. Those people are not considered essential workers when, when the apocalypse happens. So what, what do we do? They're still valuable, right?
1: Just not, just not right now. They'll be <laughs> valuable later.
0: What did we do all through the, the worst, you know, the initial part of the lockdown? We all sat at home and watched Netflix. <laughs> you know, if we're not gonna finance that, what are we gonna do in three months? You know, when there's nothing else to do but sit at home and watch TV. We we've got it. We've got to look at the long picture, man. We got to start playing the long game in this country. but But, hey
1: they did come out with some good stuff on Netflix
0: though well Netflix really does have a lock on on good shows I can tell you that I'm rewatching Grey's Anatomy and it's been so long since I've watched it that like all the episodes are new to me so I can remember major plot points but like the episodes themselves are all brand new it's really cool that's how long it's been since I've watched it
1: (laughs) it's like I'll probably end up watching Punisher again
0: well Punisher's good stuff I need to watch the last season of Luke Cage that came out a year ago and I still
1: haven't watched it yet that's a good show
0: it is a good show freaking love Luke Cage yeah oh gosh we're at an hour okay so we're not doing a super sized one today we're actually cutting it off at an hour so we need to bring it to a close oh do you have any final parting words
1: Mm, not that I can think of I'm just kind of long for the ride today I really have much that I need to talk about
0: you guys ought to see him he's so tired he's so ready to take a nap
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of half-assed out of it right now. It's well, okay. I wasn't that sleepy until we went and ate lunch today, and I ate a lot of food, <laughs> and then my stomach is like, hey, hey, it's nap time, brain. Let's go.
0: <laughs> so we're we're going to go watch a football game with our eyes closed. Yep. So anyway, this is Cricket signing off.
1: And this is Vaughn. And we will see you next week.